This is an explicit podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, you beautiful fucks, and welcome, and welcome. It's the comedy podcast. Welcome to number 169 of the comedy podcast coming to you on Wednesday, 2nd June 2021. It is now day two of the no-shave lockdown. Have any of you guys come on board on this shit? Ladies, by the way, <laughs> unless you live with your boyfriend or your husband, you don't really have any particular reason to to, to grow that shit, right? So why don't you let the little pussy afro come out? See, see what we're dealing with. Man, in my life, I've seen all kinds of vaginas. The prettiest vagina I can think of, right? I'm thinking about this one particular vagina. I haven't seen, I, there was one time I met her where I didn't see her for a year or something. Then we get down to it. She takes it off and poof, it comes out because she wasn't planning on doing the pee-pee touch with me. You know what I'm saying? Supposed to be a friend, catch up, but then one thing leads to it. Nah, she can't help herself. I know what to say. <laughs> I know, I know this game, you know. <laughs> The the way you play this game is you don't play the game. You don't try and pee-pee touch. You don't you don't want to pee pee touch. Just be fucking lazy, aloof, and just wanna just try and make jokes. You know, be funny, tease her a little bit, and then she gets horny. If she gets horny before you, man, that's when you win. <laughs> uh when I say you win, everybody wins, you know, because when you when you when you're pee pee touching, everyone's happy, isn't it? Unless you're a dick, you break her heart, and then you ghost after that. But no, no, that's not what we're about over here, okay? We are about that uh, that, that, that positive pee-pee touching. No, no lying. None of that. So I bring this girl up because, yeah, she, she wasn't expecting to. So she did the thing where she was like, all right, I'm not going to fuck him. I'm going to fuck him so to make sure that I behave, I'm not going to shave. I guess she got so horny that <laughs> she was like, "Oh, screw it!" And then I saw, I saw her little, uh, her little dumpling down there. She was Asian, so you can't call it a cookie. <laughs> well, a fortune cookie. That's not even Chinese, man. That's Chinese American. Fortune cookies are a different beast altogether. I've never had one. I mean, by that I mean American pussy, American Asian pussy. Uh, the this th- this episode's not making sense so far, but it's okay. So I saw the v- fucking dumpling. Uh, I- I'll grow up for a sec. I'll just call it what it is: a vagina, full full head of hair. Like it was the prettiest one I've seen, right? And then suddenly, poof, the, the fucking hair comes out. It's like whoa, that looks so different. It's like, you know, you see those uh, videos online of those homeless people. The, they go get a haircut and then they, they suddenly look like normal human beings. It was like, I was like staring at a hobo vagina. And I was like, fuck, yes. <laughs> Can't say that I've uh, been with a homeless person or anything like that. But I guess that was the... It was nice lah to just see the most pretty vagina I've ever seen up to that point. Look kind of crazy, you know what I mean? That the hair has a bit of a must to it. <laughs> Musty smell. It smelled different. It normally smells nice. 
you know, like a nice, like fruity, whatever lotion she was wearing at that day. If you just showered, it just, it's kind of smells like some lavendery soap. You know, women have these amazing smelling soap. I don't know why men, why do all our soaps smell like, what is it? Like a, like a clinical lab. <laughs> why do we want to smell like that? But yeah, I remember seeing that. And why, why am I talking about vaginas again? Oh yeah, no shave lockdown. Are you guys doing that? And my, my ball hairs are growing out nicely. You know, ball hair is an interesting thing. Yeah, I'm going to talk about this for this episode. <laughs> Dude, the men, uh, I, I haven't seen that many balls in my... I've seen lots of dicks because I went to boarding school, right? And then men are just showering with their dicks out, don't give a shit. But I've never really zoomed in on the balls, you know, to really see if... Hey, does does hair grow out of other men's balls? You got to really, like, stare at the dick. Get up close if you can. But yeah, I've never seen it on other person's balls. I have to shave my literal balls. It's not just the, the, the pubic hair area. So I have no idea. Maybe I'll Google it later. But yeah, I've got some good amount of hair on my balls. If I ever see my lady again, I'll be sure to take care of that. Got a, a really ugly mustache coming out. My uh, Ustad Jangud is coming out. So it's going to be fun. To see like what I look like after a month, which is how long I think this lockdown is gonna last. Mr. Lim Kok Wing has passed away. That's today today's topic, by the way. I'm gonna talk about this. I'm gonna talk about anti-vax theories that people have. Finally, I'll address that uh, panic buying thing that my listener wanted me to talk about. And I'm gonna shit on Israel. That is today's episode. So, Mr. Lim Kok Wing, Tan Sri. Let me show some respect over here. Tantri Lim Kok Wing has passed away. May he rest in peace. Condolences to his family. But I am a comedian. So I'm going to take this opportunity to... I hope he has a sense of humor. I hope if his spirit can listen to this. I hope he finds some comedy, some, some positivity in me roasting him. But first, the positives. He was a successful fuck. A really short, skinny-ass Chinese man. He looked like the kind of guy that would get bullied in my boarding school. You know what I mean? Just that skinny fuck that's really awkward around the women. That's how he looked. But man, he made a, he was a total boss who made millions helping African children obtain education certificates, not only in Malaysia, but all around the world. He was a total Casanova in seducing Kazakh women. I've been told by my beautiful lady that he, she would often see him just gallivanting around his university with like one, two hot Kazakh women each in his arm, working as his quote-unquote secretary. I don't know if that was real or part of some foreplay or maybe both. But yeah, he was a ladies' man. He, I guess, uh, you know, him getting divorced in his old age, he was I'm going to fuck everything. And fuck everything he did. Proud of him. Go get yours, man. You you have lots of money. You worked hard your entire life. Fuck it. Th those Kazaki women in general are stunning. Fucking stunning, by the way. I had a friend in university. I, I so regret not telling her that I thought she was breathtaking. I didn't want to fuck her or anything. Honestly, I just loved looking at her. She looked like some kind of fairy, you know. They, they don't look white. They don't look Asian. Like, sort of a mix. 
they, they tend to be tall and skinny, tend to be, not all of them, just with beautiful faces. So I was just like, man, go for him. And uh, he was shorter than most of them most of the time, I'm guessing. So the fact that, see, see how much money can make up for shit like this. So he fucked all those Kazakh women and stuff. <laughs> yeah, is his spirit going like, fuck yeah, I did right now? <laughs> I respect you, sir. But he fucked all those Kazakh women and sometimes I just wonder how he gets it up in his old age. You know what I mean? I heard you you people that age tend to have erectile dysfunctions. I don't know, maybe I, I had this thought that maybe maybe he does, doesn't even have to get it up because all that money he makes, you know, just makes those Kazakhi women all wet that it just slips in anyway. Or maybe he asked his uh, African graduates to hunt down a tiger for him so that he can grind the dead tiger's penis into dick pills. Wow. So many levels of insensitive in what I just said. <laughs> Mr. Limcock Wing owes much of his for fortune to students of African descent but has been accused time and time again of racism towards his staff of African descent. Apparently, he didn't like a lot of his uh, African marketers to be present in like roadshows, university roadshows and all that. He liked his uh, university photos with all the students grouped together looking happy. Apparently, in those photos, he, liked it. he preferred it if the African students were towards the edge of the photos with the lighter skinned students in the center. Tan Sri Lim Kok Wing, if you made it to heaven, I hope you are surrounded by those Kazaki angels which you seem to like so much. If you are in hell, I just hope that the demons aren't black. <laughs> if you are reborn as a human being, I hope you are reborn as a black person, but you get to keep your old dick. <laughs> So I'm just taking stock of uh, everything I just said. I just want to take back my comment about the the, the tiger hunting thing with his African graduates. Uh, I think that was a bit insensitive. I accept, I accept all responsibility for making that statement. If that's the one that gets me cancelled, I accept. May you rest in peace. Tansri Lim Kok Wing, you absolute racist legend. I was watching an anti-COVID vaccination video this morning, yeah. And here's the thing. I have no background in science. I got an A star in combined science in IGCSE. But that's just because most people who take that subject are dumb fucks. So I, I, it's safe to say... It's safe to say that I'm no scientist. and I had So I had no idea what the hell I was watching. This guy was getting into the science of why the vaccines are a terrible idea for society. But I had no idea if what he was saying was right or wrong. I was watching it with my papa. We were watching it and he's got a sick sense of humor just like me. When I say sick, I don't mean his sense of humor is fucked up like mine. More like he has a really good sense of humor. We were watching that together and all my dad and I were doing, we were just laughing out loud. Like we couldn't believe it. The fuck in the video was basically saying that the vaccines are going to kill a lot of people way more than it saves. Says we're going for a world decimation 
of the human population. I don't know if that fuck was exaggerating or not. I have no idea. So yeah, worldwide decimation, this fuck was saying. And my dad has a vaccine appointment in July. <laughs> and I'm still waiting for my appointment. My appointment. And to be honest, I still hope that I get it. Because we're fucked if we do vaccinate. And we're fucked if we don't. All these scientists are telling us different things. You know what it's like? It feels like having a girlfriend that's always mad. You say anything, she gets mad. But whatever, but whatever you say, right? It's just the wrong thing. You can't say anything to make her happy. But if you don't say anything, then you're a dick because you don't care. <laughs> that's what it feels like. So the only way to escape this situation is to dump her, right? But I can't dump my fucking life. I could jump off a building and scream, Fuck Corona! Splat. But I got... <laughs> but I got my papa to take care of. He's hopeless without me. Seriously, in matters of personal life, in matters of business. And someday, you know, I, I, I want to have babies of my own to take care of. So Papa can play with them, you know? Sit in the garden while they're running around watering the garden plants. Or whatever it is that grandpas do with their children, yeah? So I'm going to go and take this vaccine. Because there are more scientists telling me to take it than not. And pray. Just fucking pray that it doesn't clot my brain as bad as this doctor guy was saying. Then make sure that, I don't know, my dad doesn't have too many eggs in the morning or whatever. I don't fucking know, man. I'm scared. I'm really scared. But in my fear, I, I've made a decision and I'm going to fucking stick to it. And the whole time, you know what? While I'm going to wear earphones and do this, while I'm lighting up for my vaccine, I'm just going to watch that video. <laughs> I'm going to watch that video again. This guy telling me millions are going to die. It forms spike proteins and uh, what was it? Trash. Just uh, he used the word trash, but what he meant was a biological sewage or something like that. That are gonna be attacked by your white blood cells, and you're gonna cause clogging in your brain and younger people with stronger immune systems. The stronger the immune system, the more the response against the vaccine is gonna be higher. I'm gonna watch that in light. <laughs> well, just put it on my put on my earphones, just watch it and take the fucking vaccine and hope that I don't fucking die. I don't think I'll die. I think what's gonna happen is I'm just gonna be fine. I might get headaches for a while. I might feel nausea, but I think at the end of the day, I don't fucking know. So I'm just gonna do it. If not, Dr. Jason Leong is gonna attack me on Twitter. That's not what I <laughs> I like him. I like his comedy. So, excuse me, <coughs> this water <coughs> attacked me. <coughs> uh, God doesn't make mistakes, right? But I can choke while drinking water. Uh. So yeah, uh, I don't want Dr. Jason Leong to attack me on Twitter. So I'm doing this for my career as well. <laughs> I'm just happy that my dad's still gonna <coughs> keep his appointment. You know, what I like in a human being is to see that when you're presented with varying opinions, you know how to sort of come to a reasonable conclusion instead of just believing the first thing you read. You know what I mean? It is time for some podcast love. Hey guys, if you enjoyed this 
fucked up episode so far. <laughs> I'm going to admit it's kind of weird. But if you enjoyed it anyway and you want to help me maintain my spot in the top 10 Spotify charts Malaysia, I would really appreciate your help in helping me stay here, helping me grow perhaps. The best thing you can do is just recommend this podcast to a friend. Just tell them that I have no filter, but I am still considered. So if you want someone who's raw, you like that rawness, you don't like protection, then come on down to the comedy podcast. You want to take it even a step further? Be my ambassador over there. Take a screenshot of this episode right here. Upload it to your Instagram story. And uh, you can tag me at the comedy podcast underscore. Thank you so much for your help. It does make a huge fucking difference. While you are there on Instagram, you have a uh, question for me about anything. You have a topic. Excuse me. You have a topic that you would want to request for me to discuss. Uh, you have a question about your romantic life, dating life. Yesterday, I helped the fuck figure out uh, this horny Malay fuck. He wanted to know what he can do to increase his chances with Chinese women. And I, I, I hope I helped him out in yesterday's episode. If you have questions like that, I want to talk to the women. Women, you have questions about men. I think I know quite a bit about men. You have questions about men. Go ahead and DM my Instagram at Podcast underscore. Looking forward to your question, you beautiful fuck. And now back to the episode. Speaking of listener questions, I had one beautiful fuck request that I make jokes about panic buying. So here I am. I've been, you know... I think it'd be easy to shit on the people who go panic buying, but I'm going to take the opposite approach and see if I can find a way to sort of defend these mobs of crowds who went out to buy shit uh, when the lockdown was announced. Yeah. So I've been told that for some people, going out to buy essentials is necessary to protect elders and perhaps like who perhaps live alone and need assistance you know they don't live with their children so the kids are like buying shit for them they can't go out and you can't go to them because it's not 10 kilometer radius or whatever so i don't know if it's a good idea or not i really have no clue i could say things like you know to defend this like you should let that old person live in your house then so that you can take care of them right that way you don't have to panic buy but here's the truth Old people are fucking annoying. I said it. Not all of them. Most of them. Let's be honest here. I imagine, right, some of these children of these old people would feel like the old people would nag them to death, you know. This tea is too hot. And then they'd... (laughs) They would just cause like an Indian ZTV level drama in the house. Unbearable for a lot of people. Open up old wounds from childhood, you know. So the kids give up. They're like, Papa, you stay home alone and I'll bring you food. Because if not, you're going to make me feel like I'm not good enough because I didn't become a doctor. I'm sorry I'm an insurance agent. Okay, Papa? Now here's two weeks supply of rice and eggs. By the way, I might have COVID. See you in hell. Um, let's see. What other reasons might people have for panic buying? You know, I also think that a lot of panic buying uh, was, it, it was not people leaving their homes and thinking like, okay, I got to buy some shit. They didn't premeditate it that way. I think it was more like a 
nonchalant, off-the-cuff kind of decision like most people where they work, they would have a sort of a grocery store nearby or maybe the grocery stores on the way. So I would suggest to you that perhaps for some people, they thought, hey, we're locking down uh, this uh, place is on the way. So maybe I should get a few things in case shit fucks up, you know, just stock up. In case shit fucks up and I can't get gardenia bread, you know. So they go and fill the supermarkets, just fill up the supermarkets like cows to the slaughterhouse. Whatever happened to supermarket SOPs, by the way? What happened? That's weird, right? I think it would make sense to allow less people at a time. Were there government mandated regulations to do that? I'm not sure. But I remember for a while that they would, they would let a maximum amount of number of people in, but lately they weren't doing that, weren't they? So yeah, like I was saying, I think it would make sense to allow less people in at a time. But then they'd just be lighting up outside giving COVID to each other, wouldn't they? <laughs> Doesn't matter if you're in or outside. Because like now COVID is airborne apparently, right? It travels through the air. It's an airborne supervillain or something. The COVID's not going to go like, oh, damn it, that person's more than a meter away. I can't infect him now. Does it go like that or it doesn't go like that? I'm not sure. So, <laughs> Do lines help? I don't, I don't fucking know. Is there another reason people are going out panic buying over there? Let me think. It was mostly food, right? All right, maybe it's this. Consider this. I think that people are like, maybe I need my children to come with me and shop. I need to bring them out because if not, they're going to be stuck at home all the time. Maybe during the lockdown, I can't bring my children anymore. One person per car per household. So that I actually need the help of my children. You know, I can carry these things myself. It's just that my kids are, they don't do anything at home one. They just sit there and play the legends in the mobile and they story the Instagram. Every time they eat, they want the food got story. So maybe they, they just want the kids, so maybe they just want the kids to do something with their lives, help out the house a bit. Because the Zoom classes aren't doing much in the way of education anymore. Let's be real. All right. I think I'm done with this topic. I want to shit on Israel for a while. Just a quick episode today and then I'm done. Guys, I can't make this one up. Israel has come up with their own superhero. In Malaysia, we have Chichat Man. In Israel, they have Iron Dome. This Israeli superhero. Can't make this up. Okay, I, I found this out from a pro-Israel Twitter account called Stand With Us. Just commented on the new Israeli superhero called Iron Dome. And I'm looking at this superhero fuck. Yeah. By the way, you can check out what he looks like while I'm talking about him. You can Google Iron Dome Israel superhero. And again, you can't make this up, but this fucker looks like a villain, super villain. Just the look of evil. Look at this shit. Empty eyes like the soul of Netanyahu. I get a much more feasing. I get a much more fuzzy feeling from looking at Thanos than this fucker. Yeah? To be honest, even Venom looks like he has more of a heart. I get more warm feelings looking at Yzma. Why is he wearing white, by the way? That is going to get stained by the blood of Palestinian children. That just doesn't seem smart. You know, you know what he looks like? Jewish Frieza. Doesn't inspire confidence and feelings of goodness over evil, does it? Difference is, the army in Gaza have the fighting strength of Krillin. 
And what, oh dear, like why does Israel even need a superhero? To be honest, I get that they're surrounded by countries that hate them, but they're all, they're all incompetent, bumbling buffoons. Anyway, they're so bitter and indecisive with the infighting and all that. that uh, you know what? This is the kind of group who goes out for lunch together and can't decide what to eat. And then they have separate lunches in five different restaurants. Yes, I'm saying that the Arab countries in the Middle East and the Levant countries are like pre-pubescent teenager, teenage girls who are like, oh my God, can you believe Stephanie said that about Tiffany? What did Tiffany even do? Like, it was just a journalist. He deserved to die anyway. Oh my God. Disclaimer, none of this applies to Oman, by the way, because Oman is the bomb, the good kind. Not the kind that Iron Dome over here would love to drop on Palestinian kindergarten children. <laughs> All right, guys. That is the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for hanging out. Uh, I do apologize for the, the shortness of five minutes, a normally 30-minute episode. But you know what? I gave you so much extra yesterday. So I, I hope you had your fill of comedy today. Stay safe in the lockdown. I'll speak to you tomorrow, you beautiful fucks. Bye. Bye.